Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Now it's time to take a sports break. A look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends in sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your place for all things great in sports history. And we are going to reflect back in the day of August 4th, all the way back through history, and try to find out some of the greatest events that happened on this day and who were the part of it. Who were the athletes? Who were the parties involved? And if they had a jersey number, by gosh, we're going to tell you what that is too. And we have a lot of jersey numbers we'll talk about today. And they include number 445, 10, 25, 17, 43, 18, 25, 29, 16, 41, 19, 14, 25, 34, 44, and 13 if you're keeping score at home. So we'll start off on August 4th, 1910 with Major League Baseball pitching duel, a Philadelphia A's Jack Combs and White Sox Ed Walsh pitched to a 0-0 tie over 16 innings. 16 innings, and it's a tie game with those two great pitchers. August 4th, 1934, Giants outfielder Melot, number four, becomes the first player in Major League Baseball history to score six runs in a game as the New York Giants beat the Philadelphia Phillies 21-4. What a blowout there. August 4th, 1941, the Brooklyn Dodgers catcher Mickey Owen, wearing that number 10 jersey, became the first MLB player to take three foul pop-ups in one inning, which was the third inning of that game, of an 11-6 win over the New York Giants. August 4th, 1945, Boston Red Sox outfielder Tom McBride, number 25, drove in an MLB record tying six runs in one inning, the fourth inning of a 15-4 victory over the Washington Senators. In August 4th, 1953, the New York Yankees, Vic Rashi, number 17, sent an MLB record for a pitcher by driving in seven runs in a 15-0 blanking of the Detroit Tigers. August 4th, 1973, New York Yankees pitcher number 43, Lindy McDaniel, puts in one of the best relief stints in MLB history. Entering into the second inning, he allows only one run in 13 innings and a 3-2 victory over those Detroit Tigers. In August 4th, 1982, outfielder Joel Youngblood becomes only the only MLB player to get hit hits for two different teams, and get this, in two different cities on the same day. He singled for the Mets in Chicago in a day game. He was then traded, and then he flew the plane all the way to Philadelphia for playing for the Expos. He got a hit against the Phillies. He donned a number 18 with the Mets, and for the Expos at night, he wore number 25. So he's also the first player to wear two different jersey numbers with two different teams on the same day and get a hit, 18 and 25 pretty famous there. August 4th, 1985, New York Yankees retired baseball Hall of Fame shortstop Phil Rizzuto's number 10. And a lot of numbers reserved and put away from the Yankees organization. 
August 4th, 1985, future Hall of Fame infielder Rod Crew, number 29 of the California Angels, singled off of Minnesota's Frank Viola, number 16, to collect his Major League Baseball 3,000th career hit, and the Angels won the game 6-5 with the help from that hit from Carew. August 4th, 1985, Tom Seaver, number 41 of the Chicago White Sox, becomes the 17th pitcher to win 300 Major League Baseball games, beating the New York Yankees 4-1 in front of 54,000 people at Yankee Stadium to watch a great Seaver, who was formerly in New York with the Mets in that great uh, season in 1969 when they came back and won the World Series after being down so far at the midterm. Uh, August 4th, 1993, Tony Gwynn, number 19, gets six hits in an 11-10 victory over the San Francisco Giants. Remember, he played for the San Diego Padres. Fourth time the season that the Padre great has had five or more hits. It tied a Major League Baseball record by him doing it in 93. He was a good one. August 4th, 1996, Jim Bunning, number 14. Earl Weaver, who wore number four as a manager, Bill Foster and Ned Hanlon were all inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown on that day. In August 4th, 2007, the San Francisco slugger Barry Bonds, number 25, homered off of Clay Hensley, number 34, in the second inning of a 3-2 loss to San Diego to tie number 44, Hank Aaron's 33-year-old Major League Baseball home run record of 754. August 4th, 2007, 32-year-old Alex Rodriguez, wearing number 13, became the youngest player in MLB history to hit 500 home runs, connecting on the first pitch he sees as the New York Yankees beat the Kansas City Royals 16-8. That was 2007, Alex Rodriguez. Fast forward three years to August 4th, 2010, and on the third anniversary of that 500th hit, and Alex Rodriguez was still wearing number 13 with the Yankees. He reached the 600 home run career mark in the Yankees' 5-1 victory over the Toronto Blue Jays. He's the seventh and youngest to reach that milestone of 600 hits in one day. That is quite a bit of great history for the date of August 4th. We're glad that you could join us for this. If you want more sports history, go to sportshistorynetwork.com where there's over 27 different podcasters bringing you sports history each and every day, and there is just thousands of hours to listen to uh, uh, that you can download, and it's evergreen. It's always good to listen to. It's always history. Nothing that's uh, going to go outdated there. That's not going to be milk, you know what I'm saying. And uh, you can also go to jerseydispatch.com where you can read the transcript from this and Go to pigskindispatch.com for all your football needs. Our great, uh, powerful search engine on both Jersey Dispatch and Pigskin Dispatch will take you to almost any sporting event, any named, any thing that you put in there. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get you the search function to that, and you will be able to find it on that Powered by Earl to go. So until tomorrow, everybody, have a great sports history day. Sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout. He's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. 
You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.